0: One of the best things that uh, we have as a, as a church is this thing called accountability. And uh, well, well, let me just read. Uh, this is the service uh, intro to, to the service of Ash Wednesday, which is the beginning of Lent. And, and the, the, the priest, um, whoever's leading the service, will say, I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church to the observance of the Holy Lent by self-examination and repentance by prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word. And this is so, all of these things are things that are so important for our Christian faith, our journey, um, our walk with the Lord. Uh, but to do this alone uh, is very limiting. Uh, for example, self-examination, that's something we can do. But if you would do that with somebody else and have them be open and honest with you and you're open and honest with them, um, how deep you can go to be able to see where you need to improve or work on in your Christian life, so doing this by yourself is, is really tough, um, but doing it with a group of people and especially a, a loving community, um, I think is crucial in our journey with the Lord
1: very good what are, what are your experiences what, what have you seen in the past or it, I, I, that you're, you're, you are not Anglican is that correct Keith?
2: I grew up not Anglican, but I'm one of the most influenced non-Non Anglicans in history, I think, because most of my heroes are that way. <laughs> what do
1: you see as the importance of going into Linton and some of the Linton practices over the years? Perhaps from a distance,
2: or perhaps you've been moving towards it more. A, a number of different things. You know, when when you grow up non- Anglican, you're told, and in fact, a lot of my evangelical Anglican friends are told this as well that it's Catholic or it's secondary or it's or it's works righteousness, and of course. You know, it's interesting. Most of the people who do that actually are happy to celebrate Christmas, but don't want to touch Advent. They're happy to have Easter Sunday, but not touch Lent. And, and indeed, some of them are even happy to do evangelism and tell you about their numbers, but not really talk about sin. And I think, you know, the beauty of the church's year is that it gives us rhythm. And that's, what, that's the number one thing I learned um, during my darkest times of doubt as a student, uh, going into Durham Cathedral, you know, every week, was that I was here. I found rhythm. Here I find, you know, here I find a, 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 a big picture of Christianity that allowed for all those things. And and for many of us, whether it's cr- coronavirus linked or whether it's just in the li- or we're early in the life of faith or maybe jaded in the life of faith. I think, I think Lent is an it's an, it's an important opportunity uh for, for, for us to, in the same way as at Christmas, we focus on Christ's birth, to actually focus on repentance and being satisfied in Christ and denying ourselves things and giving more time to, to prayer and to penitenti- penitentiary prayer. Archbishop, what are, what are
1: some key elements as you see it? You mentioned Ash, Ash Wednesday that's coming up. Uh, some people just know it as that time where you you know put ashes and a cross on your forehead. What do you see some of the key elements of, of a Lenten practice, what we would call a Lenten practice?
0: First, the, the Ash Wednesday service is a great reminder that uh, these mortal bodies uh, will one day be gone and that what's important is what's happening in our soul and, and in our spirits. And so Lent, uh, to me, is uh, has always been a time to uh, to set aside more time for prayer, more time for studying God's Word, uh, be more intentional about my fasting um, and it's things that, that would draw me closer to the, to the Lord. Uh, we often talked about giving up things and, uh, and some people give up candy and give up certain foods or, um, and that's it almost, it's almost gotten trivialized to, you know, well, I'm going to get on a better diet or, or something like, and that's all good and well if, if it's done for spiritual reasons. Uh, but really the idea is to give up certain sins. And obviously, eating certain foods can, can become that way, especially if we're addicted to it. Uh, so, so to have this self-examination, what sin in my life do I need to change? Am I getting angry and not resolving it? Am I gossiping, I slandering? Um, are there certain desires of the flesh? Maybe it is food. Maybe it's uh, sexual lust. Whatever it might be uh, that, I, that I focus on giving that up um, and, and turning from those things and repentance and following the Lord. One other thing that that I found also very helpful in my own journey is taking on uh, spiritual projects uh, during the season of Lent, whether it's helping out at a food kitchen um, or when I was a rector of the church. One of the things I would do is take on a special project at the church um, to serve. And that wasn't part of my job, uh, but it was just a way to serve the people of God that that I wouldn't normally do. Mm -hmm. So, So I don't know if that's helpful or not, but those are some of the things that I found uh, very helpful for Lent.
1: What are some th- ways that you recommend a posture and a way of going into it as a worship leader, uh, and/or songs that you think lend well to this time, uh, this 40-year period, 40-day period?
2: I think all things begin personally. You asked me once about about uh, about encourage you know what what songs families should be singing, and I said nobody should be getting up on stage and leading their churches if they're not first of all singing in their home. So I think for all of us, integrity demands it of us. And certainly the, the accusing world right now and culture demands rightly that it begins with that. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing the second thing I would say um, is 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 it should it should represent the whole orb of our services, and so you Anglicans, you Anglicans are the are the blessed ones, um, or as John Calvin wouldn't have said, the lucky ones, and uh, because you guys have got this wonderful resource in your in your book in your Common Prayer book, um, and it's a really good season to dig into that, uh, you know, and, and use the liturgies and use the prayers. Um, so I would say, if ever you want to do a little bit more of that. Um, that's a great thing uh, and then of course in our songs and I think we've talked in the show before about the importance of not just singing about the things that bring us immediate happiness or immediate sense of positive self-actualization and uh, what, one song that we're using as our theme song um, if you'll excuse me because, because we because we wrote it um, is, is, is my worth is not in what I own and And that song just covers a lot of these basic themes of of, of Lent. My worth is not in what I own, not in the strength of flesh and bone, but in the costly wounds of love at the cross. So it's reminding us of the helplessness of our flesh and bone. Uh, The second thing which takes it a little bit further is it it reminds us that as summer flowers, we fade and die. Reflecting again in many of the archbishop's things is that our own mortality that will that that, that um, th- this life is 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 so very short. I here last weekend morning with my friend, who's who also is who who our mutual friend was a 43 year old uh, father of three uh, with perfect health track record, three years younger than me, who who dropped with a heart attack last weekend, and just rem- a reminder of the of the, the futility of life. The chorus of the song says, I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. I will trust in him no other. My soul is satisfied in him alone. And I so wish, I so wish my soul was satisfied in Christ alone, you know, for all we've written about it. My, our heart, you know, prone to wonder, Lord, do you feel it? Prone to leave, leave the God I love. And it's only one o'clock. It's only one o'clock here in, in the UK. And it's um it's fallen a lot. Uh, this day so and then the final verse says two wonders here that I confess my worth and my unworthiness um, my value fixed my ransom paid and so that that again it takes just a, a, another theme allows us to pause and realize the, the value of our life but the unworthiness of our life those of you who are intelligent hymn writers will know that I actually stole that line from Elizabeth Cleophan, who was a 19th century writer. Legally stole it, but it was still, it was still pure theft in the creative sense of the word. Uh, but I think most of all, just a song that keeps this light motif of at the cross constantly bringing us back there, uh, if for no other reason than, than Easter Sunday, and indeed each of our Sundays, is all the sweeter as we think about crisis, but But again, our, 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 the, the, the natural place that we go to in our modern culture, and certainly with the songs we're singing, is to, go to, is to go to almost unjustified rejoicing all the time. And I'm not sure that's serving our congregations. I'm not sure it's serving them in the midst of a pandemic. I'm not sure it's serving them in a cynical culture who are constantly trying to caricature Christianity as oversimplistic answers. To difficult questions but i think christ in the model that he set for us and in the journey that he went to the cross above anyone else in human history offers us something deeper so i think it should char- character- i think it should characterize our prayers and our worship and our songs. I actually had to send a list of our hymns for BBC. BBC called me yesterday and asked us for our list of our Lenten hymns, so I'm happy to leave them on the programme for you. You probably don't mean to read them out, but I will certainly we'll certainly send you those and if people want some suggestions, that, that makes it certainly that there's there's twelve of them and you can you can certainly feel free to use those and we'll make those available to all our friends in Anglican churches around the world. So
3: not in what I own Not in the strength of flesh and bone But in the costly wounds of love At the cross My worth is not Tire rejoicing. Summer flowers we fade and die Fame, youth, and beauty hurry by But life eternal calls to us At the cross I will not boast and Rejoice in my Redeemer Greatest treasure Wellspring of my soul And I will trust in Him now. My soul is satisfied in Him alone Who wonders here that I confess My worth and my unworthiness My value fixed, my ransom paid At the cross And I rejoice in my redeem? My soul is satisfied in Him alone And I rejoice in my Redeemer Greatest treasure Wellspring of my soul And I will trust in Him no other My soul is satisfied in Him alone